my chip house, man. I got this, yeah. everybody was good merry christmas happy hanukkah kwanzaa whatever you celebrate this is your boy calvin this is edwin and we're gonna go ahead and just give y'all a great show like we always do close it out for 2016 um this probably be the last one of the year until 2017 you know we got a lot of things in store a lot of things we're gonna go over you know so 2017 should be a great year for us you know we just found out that the Golden Gloves is coming to Chicago in April of 2017. That's like an all-day event, I heard. So uh, I'm excited for that. I, I want to go. I sure Edwin want to go. Oh, I want to go. So, and I'm sure a lot of our fans in the, in the area want to go too. So stay tuned for that for 2017. But let's finish 2016 first. So Edwin usually has current events. I think we're just going to go into it. You know, we're, we're going to just go talk about the ending of a great career. I want to start off with that. Let's talk about Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> that was not a great ending, though. That was something I did not expect. That was the same shit he did against... What's-his-face? Um, he did this against another fighter. He went through the ropes, mm-hmm. and then something happened with his shoulder. Right. And then he couldn't fight him, and he had to fight him again. Oh. Who was that? Was that... That wasn't Kovalev, was it? Who was that, man? No, it wasn't... Was it... It wasn't Chad Dawson. Maybe it was. Yeah, it was, it Chad, was Chad Dawson. Dawson. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he slipped. <laughs> he slipped. And then he had to do it again. That shit reminded me of that fight, bro. <laughs> yeah. How you gonna go through the ropes when you're winning the damn fight by one fucking round? Like, one round. Dude, like, seriously, dude, you're on the epi- 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 epicenter of fucking winning your last fight at 52. That'd have been awesome. It'd have been great, man. And grabbing a belt. And just going out on your own. Just on your high horse. On your high horse, dude. But... You know we can't we can't you know he 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 had an excellent career man Hall of Famer no question he about beat it my favorite boxer so I'll give him he that. beat De La Hoya no that wasn't my favorite he Trinidad. beat Trinidad mm-hmm. he he just dominated the sport for a long time you know we can sit here and say Floyd Mayweather we can say Manny Pacquiao but Bernard Hopkins man defended that title for years and years and longer than most longer than most people. You know, this guy's coming from, you know, he came from straight from prison to the, the boxing scene, man. And just yeah, a great story, a great you know, grandpa is what I call him. He had a great career. And um, I am going to miss him. You know, who who didn't like to see an old person come out here and dominate these young see, cats? That's man. how recent people see him. Yeah. See, I remember the Bernard Hopkins. I remember the executioner. Prime. Yeah, the executioner. That's yeah. who I remember. I remember that. So, you know, I'm thankful for all those great fights he gave oh, us. Yeah. 
you know, albeit that he did lose a lot, you know, a lot of fights too, you know, against but, great fighters. But he had a phenomenal career, did great things in the ring, did it great for the sport of boxing. He's still going to continue to do it with Golden Boy. So my hat's off to him. Happy retirement. Please don't come back. Don't. Um, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And yo, what's up, man? You know, like Bernard Hopkins, sky's the limit for you, man, outside of the ring. You can be an announcer. You can fucking promote, promote. some shit. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, so so to you, Bernard, the executioner. I don't know that alien and all that stuff, but to the executioner, man, thank you for everything you've done. It was a great, great career, man, and I hats off to you. So let's go to the heavyweight division. Hmm. I want to talk about, first of all, I want to talk about that cheating Nash Povetkin, man. What the fudge is wrong right. with this cat? Look, man, this dude failed test three times, right? He's supposed to fight Berman Stavern. Stavern said, hell no, I'm not fighting him. So they threw some dude in there. Can't pronounce Dumas. his name. Dumas. There you go. And um, he demolished that dude. And he looked super chiseled. But that was all cheating. Steroids. Steroids. This dude should be banned for life, man. Like He, um, he literally could have hurt, hurt that dude. Like he, it looked like he did, but um, I think this dude should be done. Like, like be honest, if that was somebody different, if that was a big, big name, done, he's gone. I don't think that big names and no names should be any different. No, you know what I mean. So cheating is cheating, man. Cheating is cheating. And I can understand slip ups. You know, hey man, I didn't know what was in my drink bullshit one time. Yeah, but come on, man. Nah, man. Three that, fucking times. Three you been, times. You've been hit with steroids. You'd be out of any other sport. Life ban. Exactly. Look what they did in uh in, in what? And they don't take no games in football. And baseball's baseball. the one they don't. Baseball is one. Fuck they don't fuck around baseball. in baseball. You do it three times, you're out, Jack. Yeah. You ain't coming back. So that 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 right there, man, really kind of pissed me off a little it bit. It does. You know, like you said, it puts people in danger. Yeah. Uh, you know, steroids in baseball, far different from steroids in boxing. Right. You're, this is a combat sport. You're, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, hitting a fucking ball, like, you still need hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. You still need to hit that shit within three-tenths of a second. Yep. So that takes real skill, talent. To mm-hmm. do that, you know? Right. Steroids don't fucking improve your hand-eye coordination. It just gives you power. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, in baseball, I can, I'm can. i not condoning it, but I would say that it's. I would be a little more or less... Uh, uh, I would be more lenient on it. And yeah. fucking boxing and UFC? Fuck no, that, dude. Man. You gotta go, bro. Yeah. Football? You gotta go. You gotta go. Those are f- combat physical sports, man. You, you know, people's lives are at stake. Exactly. You know, one hit and it's over. You see yep. people go, go paralyzed... Uh, you see people die in the ring, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a joke, man. Yeah, so that's why I say, man, you know, he should be gone. You know, that was a whole thing. He was supposed to fight Deontay Wilder, and Deontay Wilder went to his country to find out that this dude been doping, and he was like, "I'm not taking it." And I can't believe a lot of people was calling him Deontay Wilder a punk and a chicken for backing out. No, no, I no, think no. he was smart for yeah, doing that. Yeah, it was a smart thing to do. It wasn't like he wasn't trying to fight the guy. He went to fucking Russia to get it done. Exactly. And, and this dude failed. So exactly, you know. Deontay Wilder is a great fighter. Uh, you know, I hope he stays clean in the sport of boxing. And if he can continue doing what he's doing, he did nothing but greatness from there. For exactly, him. which um, comes to my next topic. Deontay Wilder is is back in. He's back in the gym. He's a hundred percent like you know all healed up. So he's gonna take it slowly. He did say twenty seventeen he is coming back, and uh, we saw that Anthony Joshua and then Vlad Klitschko is on. And the winner of that fight is possibly Deontay Wilder's next opponent. So, I think 
if I'm Deontay Wilder, I'm not going to go into a fight with Klitschko and Joshua without a tune-up. Oh, no, before. no, no. And when I say tune-up, I don't mean a tune-up as in fighting a Jalapo. No, right, right. Fight right. Stavern again. Uh, I wouldn't even fight Bernman Stavern. No? I'd throw down with David Hay. <laughs> well, see, David Hay got him a fight coming up, too. But, I mean, if, yeah. you, if you present that to David Hay, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's big-time money, That's big-time fight. Yeah. And I think that's a good fight. Someone that's going to move around, fight, box, similar, not not like Joshua, but right. give him a good look at something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I know we'll talk about it more, but I'm excited. You know, speaking of Joshua and Klitschko being announced, we got a couple more that's been announced. We got Triple G versus Jacobs, Madison Square Garden. I want that. It's it's, it's on, man. Like, everything's a... been signed, sealed, and delivered. And it, it's, it's happening Mm-hmm. At MSG Madison Square Garden, home to you know Danny Jacobs and a great yep. place for uh, March eighteenth. Is that on? Is that pay per view? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. No. But Showtime probably. HBO. HBO. What? Yeah, they're on. They're on HBO. I no, thought man. Jacobs was uh. Al he is PBC. Yeah, you're right. So how the heck is that gonna happen? <laughs> PBC. Fuck it. Prime time, baby. <laughs> Hey, that'll, hey, that'll help Al Heyman out. Yeah, he needs some help. Um, dumbass. Let listen to this one though. You gonna shock? You gonna be shocked? I remember. I think I told you. I know about where this. you're going with this. Do I care about it? Yes. No. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. If so if it was the person from five years ago fighting this dude, yeah. No, hey, no, look. Like, yes. It's supposed a possibility of Cinco de Mayo weekend bout between Canelo Alvarez and Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You know this motherfucker is not gonna weigh no one sixty. He said no, no, no. Canelo said he he did another Canelo weight. I think it was one sixty five. Is no, is that a weight? No, he said one sixty five. That's not a weight. One sixty eight is where. Yeah, I know that. That's what and I'm this saying. motherfucker can't even make one sixty eight. He said one sixty five. Canelo said he'll go one sixty five if Chavez Jr. can make one sixty five. They'll nah, do it. I give it to Canelo then. This motherfucker is not going to get into that kind of shape, number one. Number two, he's lazy as fuck. Number three, he's going to jump in the ring with Canelo. Canelo don't fuck around. No. Okay, Canelo's trying to be <laughs> Canelo's trying to be where his daddy was, uh, Chavez daddy's was, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's trying to be an upper echelon elite yeah. Hall of Fame Mexican boxer of all time right, type right. shit. So, Junior's, you know, not even, he's not even hanging off a pube on his dad's <laughs> sack, okay. And in comparison is what I'm saying. He's not even hanging off dude's pube hair, okay? Wow. So look, Chavez, you know damn well he'll pull a no-mas on you. Mm. He'll fucking just start getting his ass kicked the whole fight and they'll stop it. This is what we've seen the last few years from this cat, you know? I don't see great things for him. I see this being a shit fight. Canelo's just looking for a you know Cinco de Mayo Mexico battle instead of going after someone that he should and fight a fucking Charo brother. That's I think which that, looks great. That would be a great fight I'd want to watch. Uh, you know you have a lot of options, dude. Yeah. You know you could fight Tim Bradley. Tim Bradley will come up to one fifty four and fight with your ass. Yeah. So I just don't see. I don't know why he would downgrade in his opponent. Because mm-hmm. then if he goes and fights someone like Triple, Triple G, G, he's going to get fucked up, dude. That's like two different dudes that right there, That is true. Man. That no, is, that's a big difference, That's too. a big goddamn difference. Technicality-wise, power-wise, stamina, speed, power. I mean, just, I can't keep Everything. Going. Everything, dude, yeah. Everything. Triple G's a, like, 17-tool fighter, okay? Yeah. Oh, Even yeah. if there's only five tools, he made up the other fucking 12, okay? <laughs> 
so. All right, we have a <coughs> we have another one that uh it is dubbed the return. Miguel Cotto is back. He's facing James Kirkland, which was circling. The rumors were circling around for a long, long time about this fight, and um, they finally signed it on, signed it off. It's gonna be at the Dallas Cowboys' practice facility. You know what? Jerry Jones got a lot of fucking money, man. They, like they practice facility is a stadium. It's a freaking stadium. Twelve thousand seats. Twelve thousand damn seats. Crazy. That's gonna take place at in in, uh, in the Dallas Cowboys' practice facility. Um, do I like this fight? Yeah. Only for the simple fact is, you know, I think Miguel Cotto need to get his work, get that work in. You know what I mean? He, he's been off for a while. You know, he don't have that much longer in his career. And for him to think fighting this bum is a good idea. I I really think it is, man. Like, why would you want him to come in and face a person? I'm just saying for example, you don't want him coming in here and fighting a Canelo right off the bat. You don't want him coming in and fighting a Charlo brother right off the bat. You don't want him fighting a, uh... Damn, Erzlandi Lara right Tim after Tim Bradley would have been a better choice. But Tim Bradley, man, this dude ain't doing nothing. I, I, I was watching uh, on YouTube, you know how they got fight hype and stuff. and when He was at the ward and, and in Kovalev fight. He's been staying, still talking the same shit. People scared of him. You know, I ain't, I ain't afraid to fight nobody. You can tell Floyd to come out of retirement. Stop it. Oh, yeah, Miguel Cotto, he don't want that. Stop it. Who? He said, Miguel Cotto, he don't want it. Uh, Canelo, I'll fight anybody. I'll fight all them cats. They don't want it. They know my phone number. Stop it. Stop it. It's his wife. Stop it. You don't want any parts of any person you named that you named out of your mouth. You don't want Mayweather. You don't want Canelo. You damn sure don't want Cotto. You're just talking off at the mouth. My thing is, get your ass back in the ring, and then we'll see what's up. Yeah, I think it's his wife, bro. You know, but... um, He wants too much money to fight. Uh, yeah, you know, but I really do like this fight for Miguel Cotto, man. I I really think... And he did mention 2017 is it. This, he's done. So that means he's only going to fight Kirkland and nobody else after He that. said he's done, which means I hope he's not trying to do a whole, you know, say fight. When they fight? I forgot. Dang, sorry. But say he, say he fights in June, and then he mess around and go turn around and try to fight in December. You know? That's six months. I don't think he's gonna do it. So you think he he, he goes he's gonna go beyond twenty seventeen? You think this will be it? He'll fight Kirkland and won't find another fight. Canelo ain't it. fighting him again. No, nah, Canelo ain't gonna fight him again, man. Mm-mm. I don't see. He, I don't think he has a reason to. And I, I don't. I, I don't want to blame see, him. Yeah, I don't want to see that fight again, man. I really don't like. Cotto's getting older. It's not the same person. It's not. It's not. Now, if you'd have had the Cotto that fought Mayweather, Mayweather. Yeah, I like to see that. And I really don't think, I don't, I don't understand it, man. Like, he didn't fight like we thought. No, he, he didn't. Could have won that fight. That's what I'm saying. Like, where was the Cotto? I guarantee you, if that was a Cotto that was pressing Floyd, we might have had a different outcome. Because I told you this before, and I'll say it again: Miguel Cotto pushed Floyd to the limit. Floyd even said himself. I could not keep that dude off me. He kept coming this way, that way. Like, damn, motherfucker, back up, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and he said, I've never been pushed like that. Like, never been somewhat tested like that. You can say, you can say, um... Maidana. Maidana. He was sloppy as fuck. But he was super sloppy. You know, Miguel Cotto was crisp on his stuff, you know? You can say Jose Luis Castillo, because they always question that fight with Floyd. But I still think to this very day, Miguel Cotto, he... Name one person that bloodied Floyd. 
Nobody. <laughs> Who bloodied up Floyd? Mm-mm. Miguel Cotto did. Mm-hmm. So that's why my my thing is Miguel Cotto, man, is elite, but it's like he just, for some reason, in that Can- Canelo fight, it's like somebody told him, please just let Canelo win. <laughs> you know? Um, just let him win, guys. That That's what I thought at first. Like, what is he doing? So, but um, James Clerkland, Miguel Cotto, Dallas, Packers facility. If he got Ann Wolf, hopefully. Oh, yeah, and Ann Wolf is back in James Kirkland's corner. Good. Good. I don't know why he she is. keeps taking him back and he keeps leaving her as stupid. Because we all saw when, when she went in his corner when he, he fought Canelo. They I think up. that fight would have been much better if she would have been in that fucking corner, mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm. Sleep. He went sleepy by on that one. Um, let's see what else we got. We got, um, obviously we got Garcia Thurman. That's happening. Can't wait. We got, oh, Errol Spence, Kell Brook. Kell Brook announced that he will be defending his IBF against Errol Spence. He said he wants to go move up and wait. But first he's going to do the right thing by defending the, the welterweight championship, the mandatory like he's supposed to against Errol Spence Jr., so he's gonna give Spence that chance, <laughs> you know. That should be a great fight. You Spence know? gonna lose his first fight. Um, but yeah, so that's all, all of the upcoming fights <laughs> in 2017, man. I hope it's a good one. And but um, you know, as we mentioned, I didn't mention Terrence Crawford. You know, I don't want to mention that dude right now because that's the dumbest shit going to jail. Look, man, this dude has got shit. served 90 days and two years probation, all over an auto shop bill. Look, man. Pay the fucking bill. All that money you got. Pay the goddamn bill and get rid of that entourage you don't need. Say it one more time. Pay that fucking bill and get rid of that entourage. Don't pull an MC hammer on yourself. Give us that money if you don't know what to do with it. You just do rather spend 90 days in jail and and, and keep his pimp my ride ass car. Yeah. I mean, come Ugly on, man. ass car, by the way. Look, man. I'm a family man. I'm a, I'm a husband and a daddy of four. Look, if I had y'all money, give me a nice ass. Give me a minivan or a van or an SUV. don't matter. Give me a car for my wife. And that's it. I don't need it souped up. As long as that shit give me from A to B, I'm all good, man. I cannot believe you just said minivan. What? They, what they call Out of them? all the fucking cars. Hey, man, a I am a family man. He's saying he wants to drive a goddamn minivan. I am a family man. You couldn't have picked a Honda Pilot? Look, man, I got a expedition. Dodge. I got a Dodge Grand Caravan right now, okay? And it works like a charm. You shouldn't even be advertising this. Obviously. I am advertising it, man. I am a, <laughs> I'm a family man who... Look, man, I have an army compared to you, man. Look, man, it's I have six a Mustang <clears throat> for the summer. Okay. I, I understand that, but look it. It's six of us. It's three of you. You, your wife, and your little guy. <laughs> I got six. I, I mean, I got four. I got twin boys, a girl, and an older boy. SUV. I can't be, I can't be going to no damn Mustang. <laughs> SUV. I said SUV, too. I and said, said I, minivan first. I said, or... Because, man, that Dodge Grand Caravan, man, I love that, man. It's a nice, smooth ride. Oh, hey, call it what you want, man. Don't be hating on me, man. Oh, my God. You sound like a soccer mom. Not even a soccer dad. A, oh, Straight soccer go. mom over here. Come on, man. You ain't going to clown me like that. Hell no. Nah. Okay, okay. But anyway, man, they, learn how, they need to learn how to manage their goddamn money and, and, and wasting it on stupid shit. That's all I say. Man, Google Mike Tyson. <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> Said Google Mike Tyson. Google Mike Tyson. 
-hmm. Google MC Hammer. They all went broke. Yeah. Mike Tyson over here. I can seriously keep pigeons, but I'm not even going to do that to these people. No, he over here raising pigeons and shit. Well, before we go into our awards, the nominees and all that for Fighter of the Year and Fight of the Year, I want to go on a rant for a minute. I want to talk about our good old buddy Dan Rayfield and his fucking power rankings. Listen, I text Edwin the other day, because you know he always comes out with his, his, his pound for pound list. I texted him the other day and I said, you will not believe Dan Rayfield's, um, his rankings. So, Evan says, well, what is it, you know? This guy, listen, man. This guy, for his number one pound for pound heavyweight, is Tyson Fury. <laughs> wow. Tyson Fury. What an idiot you are, Dan Rayfield. The guy who is going is is is, is battling the demons. Is drugged up on cocaine. Yeah, we know Mike Tyson and everybody else did it, but listen, man, this is a new era. This man has Tyson Fury as his number one. He has Klitschko his number two. Deontay Wilder his three. Luis Ortiz his four. Anthony Joshua, his five. That is a freaking questionable-ass top five. Horrible top five. Not Horrible top five. This dude has Luis Ortiz, number four. A person who can't even last two rounds without huffing and puffing. You go in there with the likes of Deontay Wilder, you're bound to get knocked the hell out. But he has him at number four. He has... Tyson Fury at number one. Not number two. Number one. This is why Edwin and I always do our version of the pound for pounds. I truly think that our pound for pound is top notch and probably ten times better than Dan Rayfield. So yes, Dan Rayfield, if you're listening, you ever follow us on Twitter, you ever hear this, your shit's questionable. And I know that you tweet fans and you tweet people back because you tweeted me before. You, you, you tweeted AJ before, and you, you sometimes you can't take the controversy. But you know what? That's part of your job. And that's what happens when you put out shitty-ass lists like you put out today. Fucked up lists, actually. Your it, top ten list makes me nauseous most of the time. Like, I, I don't understand it, man. Like, I'm going to go... Now, now look, this is, listen to his middleweight division. Number one is Triple G. Two, Daniel Jacobs. Three, Miguel Cotto. Four, David Lemieux. Five, Billy Joe Saunders. I can't agree with that. You can? I can agree with that. I can agree with that a little bit. A I little can bit. Agree with Not that. all of it, but yeah. Just a little bit. The bottom, I don't like. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Cotto shouldn't even be in there. I agree. I'm about to say Cotto should be three, but it, could that be him just saying, you know, being generous? I don't know. Listen to the welterweight division. Manny Pacquiao. Keith Thurman. This is in order, too. Kell Brook. Tim Bradley, Danny Garcia is his five. With Amir Khan peeking out at six, Sean Porter at seven, Errol Spence at eight, Jesse Vargas at nine, and and Felix Diaz at ten. I can somewhat get down with that. Mm. I can somewhat get down with that. And lastly, I want to talk about the dream. Junior welterweight. He has two. One, Terrence Crawford. 
Two, Victor Postal. Three, Adrian Broner. Four, Lucas Matisse. Five, Ricky Burns. Man, Lucas Matisse ain't been fighting forever, man. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And he has Mikey Garcia at number nine. I, I don't get it. I don't know, Dan. Dan, you need to stop, okay? <laughs> I, I don't get it, Call man. me before you put this list out. I don't get it. So. That's ridiculous. But that's just my rant that I wanted to talk about. But let's go ahead. The nominee for Blaze Em Ups 2016 Fighter of the Year and Fighter of the Year. So, Edwin from Lace Em Up, your fighter of the year for the year of 2016 is... I'm going to do a tie. He's going to do a tie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with uh, Chocolatito. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just because dudes fought the best dudes he could possibly fight okay. this year. Yeah. And he fought more than once. Mm. And that last fight was a fucking awesome fight, dude. Absolutely. So Lomachenko is a 1A. Is a 1A mm. for me. Yeah. But I'm going with Chocolatito as this year's Fighter of the Year. All right. Cool. Terrence Crawford would have had it. If. But the car fiasco <laughs> fucked it all up. Oh, this dude was tripping over an auto bill, man. he did dominate. <clears throat> he did. The people he fought. Especially Paul Stahl. And Paul Stahl was supposed to give him a goon fight, and he and didn't. he didn't. So, I'm going to tell you right now. Terrence Crawford, your ass could have been fighter of the year, but you fucked up. Because I got a goddamn Mustang that I pay for. I don't bitch about the bill. Not at all. And your ass is bitching about a bill, and you got majillions. Okay? And, and, and let you know, guys, Edwin's freaking Mustang is legit. Like, that shit is crisp. Like a, It's like a Floyd Mayweather fight. It's crisp. It's crisp. I mean, the insides is amazing. That sounded very perverted, but <laughs> the insides of his damn Mustang is like is a thing of beauty. Thank I mean, you, Kel. I, I really, I, I mean, when he first got it, man, this shit was this shit's nice. It's it's pretty tight. I got so, it. I'm yeah. not being cocky, but yeah. I'm just gonna agree. All right, but so, anyway, my, that's mine. My fighter of the year for 2016 is the Jackal, Carl Frampton. Look, he be Leo Santa Cruz. Look, look at this. This dude has overcome all obstacles. You know, he was projected to lose to Scott Quigg, one, which was an awesome fight. I truly, it was a great fight to me. A lot of people didn't like it. That could have been. That could have been. That was that was a candidate fighter. That was a good. Yeah, it was good. That was a good candidate fighter year. You know, so, and this is coming from a dude who did not. I repeat, he's only been in the U.S. One time to fight. Besides when he came to fight Leo Santa Cruz. He's only been over here one time. And when you look at him, he's very undersized. He's undersized. He's small. He's undersized, but the dude can go. He dem- he he got to he 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 put on a clinic against uh, Scott Quigg. And this man Put on a great fight against Leo Santa Cruz. That fight right there was to be. It was a fight of the year candidate as well, along with the Santa Cruz and Abner Mares fight. You know, but Carl Frampton came over here, did what he's supposed to do, put on a great performance against Leo Santa Cruz, 
And he went off and he won that fight. You know, Leo Santa Cruz, man, he ain't no punk. He ain't no pushover. He's always in my top 10 in pound for pound rankings. So for, for Carl Frampton to not only beat Scott Quigg and Leo Santa Cruz, there's no question in my mind that he's the fighter of the year. So Calvin's 2016 fighter of the year is Carl the Jackal Frampton. That's my fighter of the year. And I think there's a, and there's a rematch. It's going to be Frampton uh, Santa Cruz 2, part 2. It's coming up in 2017. I'm going to go Leo on that one. So I'm, I'm going to stay with Carl Frampton because he's my fighter of the year. I can't go wrong with him right now. So I, I like that. That's okay, cool. okay, cool, man. All right. Edwin, your 2016 Fight of the Year award goes to... Okay. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but 2016 had a shitload of good-ass fights. Mm-hmm. But it was hard for me as well, but I had mine. But this is not about me. It's about you. Your 2016 Fight of the Year award goes to... Okay, let me just throw out a couple of honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah, yeah, go okay. ahead, man. I'll I, I do the same. First one. First honorable mention yeah. goes to Thurman and Porter. Yeah. That was fucking exciting. It, shit, yeah. That was a great fight. Could have went either way. Um, my next notable mention on that would be... Um, man, there's so many, dude. I can't take it. Oh. <laughs> so many. The fight that really like was looking fucking awesome and then just the ending of it just KO'd my life mm. was Con vs. Canelo. Yeah. Because that was awesome, dude. Yep. And then that happened. Mm-hmm. My next one after that would be Brooke versus Triple G. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking hell of a fight till yeah. a dude got KO'd. Mm-hmm. Um, but my fight that really like stuck with me that I remembered a lot this year, like just thinking of it, comes to mind first is Chocolatito. Yeah, this last fight. Yeah, that that right there, that was an amazing one. Like he edge of the seat. It was. All out action. Almost made you feel like he was gonna lose. I thought he was gonna lose, bro. <clears throat> I was scared for him. Yeah. And that that shit was awesome, bro. Like that was a great fight. Okay. Alright. Well, I have a couple honorable rules too. So I have to go with the honorable mention of <coughs> Vargas and Salido. That fight, man, was just unbelievable. It was action packed. It was something that a lot of people looked forward to, and they got their money's worth, and I really enjoyed that one. I also enjoyed, man, like you said, it's so many, man. Like, it was a lot. Um, I, I, I don't know how to choose it. I really don't. But anyway, I, I I can't I can't I can't go on and on with this. Like I said, I can go with the whole um, the chocolate the chocolatito one. It was it was another great one, you know. Fighter of the year, like I mentioned before, you know the 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 Carl Frampton and Leo Santa Cruz, you know PBC man, they was hitting on a lot of a lot of they was firing on all cylinders this past season this past season. So, but my fighter of the year for the year twenty sixteen goes to. Keith one-time Thurman and Showtime Sean Porter. Okay. This fight here could have went either way. I had it for Sean Porter 
But I wouldn't I wasn't upset at the fact that Keith Thurman squeaked it out. You know, it was it was a back and forth battle and we all knew that they both was gonna bring it. And I, and that's what they did for all twelve rounds. Would I like to see it again? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Probably most likely not, but um you know, it, it kept you on the edge of your seat and it was free TV, so what 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 better way to enjoy a great fight on free TV with two warriors in the ring? So, um, that's my fight of the year, Thurman Porter, and I really, I truly, I truly enjoyed that. So, we have um, before we we get out of here, we have a couple of questions from our our good old friends over there at Jab Hook Boxing. We got Jab Hook. Yeah. Well. Let's see. So, this is from. Where did it go? Okay. Well, I asked the same question for the people from Jab Hook if they got you know their fight of the year and fighter of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, D said his fight of the year without a doubt was Vargas and Salido. You know, I had that as my honorable mention, man. If you didn't remember that fight, man, go watch it. That was a good fight. That was a great fight. Um, we got questions from AJ. It says, "What's." The fight, lace them up is looking forward to most in 2017. You go first. I'm looking forward, mostly looking forward to Triple G and Danny Jacobs. Only reason, I mean, and, and, and with with Garcia and Thurman, uh, a close second. But this is where I want to see if Triple G can hang with a true elite. I mean, from the fighters that Triple G has fought, I would say Danny Jacobs is elite compared to them. This is going to test and see how Triple G handles a good fighter. If he's ready to take that next step. And is he truly, truly ready for Canelo in 2017? You know, Oscar already said, you know, Canelo is not afraid of Triple G and the fight will happen. Stephen A. Smith on first take brought it out of him. He said, I need to know from your mouth, are you really going to make this fight? And Oscar said, this fight will happen in the the backstretch of 2017. But the fight I'm looking forward to most, AJ, is Triple G... And Danny Jacobs, March 18th at MSG. So, do you have a fight that you're looking forward to? I mean, you got a lot. I have a lot of fights I'm looking forward to, but honestly, I'm actually looking more forward to Garcia versus Thurman. That's the one I want to see. Okay. I think they both have to prove something. Yeah. Because to me, they're just not at that elite level yet, and I think fighting each other is going to determine what kind of fighters they are going into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still both young, so I like that. Okay. Triple G Jacobs. Dude, Danny's been KO'd before, bro, so, you know, I'm telling you, man, Triple G <coughs> has out-of-this-world power. He's like a fucking mutant from X-Men, dude, okay? Mm-hmm. So I don't see him losing to Jacobs unless Jacobs boxes superbly like Mayweather and deters him. Okay. So that's pretty much what I think about that. All right. And then we have a question, another one from AJ. Who do you think will be king when 2017 end? 147, 160, 175, or 126? All right. I'm going to go higher than that, AJ. I think the king, when it's all said and done in 2017, is going to be Deontay Wilder. Why? Because he's going to come back with a vengeance. You know, yes, the heavyweight division is coming back, if you ask me. And, you know, he can he got plenty of options, you know. He can go with a Klitschko. He can go with a Joshua. He can go with a, a David Hay. 
You know what I mean? There's a lot of he can go with a Luis Ortiz if he want to get that work. You know, it's just a lot of people that Deontay Wilder can go with and put on a greater performance. You know, and 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 Provesky really hurt that because he was he was active and everything. You know, and then Provesky want to go on and, and and start juicing up and, and and fucking shit up. But I think and when it's all said and done in 2017, yeah, we can say we can say Danny Garcia, or Keith Thurman, or Manny Pacquiao. You know, I think Deontay Wilder is gonna be on top, or or Canelo and all this. Yeah, there's a lot of names. Triple G. There's a lot of names out there, but when it's all said and done, I, I truly believe that De- that Deontay Wilder will be the king of 2017, and and a year from today, you never know. Evan and I might be saying the number one pound for pound king right now is Deontay Wilder. So I really think Deontay Wilder Look, will be the king. I thought he was a myth. Okay. Yeah. I thought dude was possibly an imposter, mm-hmm. but he proved to me. That he has what it takes, bro. Yeah. He's gone 12. Whoever they put in front of him has either been knocked out or just beaten handedly. Right. So, I mean, the dude fucking fought with a torn bicep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's... And, and, and his hand was And he up. broke his hand. He broke his hand. So, I mean, like, that right there is fucking warrior status to me, Absolutely. Man. And, like, I honestly think 2017, if, if, if he does fight the winner of Jacobs... I mean, Jacobs. Joshua Klitschko... Dude, sky's the fucking limit. Yeah. You know, you beat you beat those guys. I'm I'm sure he'd still fight the other guy later in the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. if it's Klitschko or Joshua, he'll still right. fight Klitschko or Joshua after whoever's, yeah. you know, whatever. So dude, I think Wilder is probably going to bring all the clout back to the heavyweight class. And yeah. that's what needs to happen because rightfully so People used to get excited watching the big guys box. Exactly. Not the little guys. Yeah. And, you know, he has that charisma, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, so, and this is funny because we just got another um, one last uh, question. And it's related to Deontay Wilder. So, what a coincidence. It says, this is from Debo. Why does Wilder continue to embarrass the heavyweight division with these bums? 38 fights, he's still going for bums. While Joshua is fighting a former undisputed champ. Wait, so Bermain Stavern's a bum? Fighting a Povechkin off of steroids is a bum? No, I think not, bro. No. I just think you need to relax. Yeah, yeah. Let your uh, cookie sit in the oven a little bit longer. <laughs> and just chill, bro. Like, honestly, think about it like this, man. I think those... I'll say out of those 36 fights, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that maybe 28 of them are jalapos, okay? Right, yeah. The other, the other rest of them are very credible, and the fact that he's demoed them motherfuckers the way yeah. he has that to me tells me that he's got what it takes. The thing is, man, you gotta understand, you're treating Wilder like he's been in this game for a for long, a long time. time. He, he has not. Started. He just got started a yeah. couple years ago, bro, and he's where he's at in two years, three years. That's awesome. Yeah. So, chill. I think he's whoever's managing him right now is using and if it's Al Heyman, then I, he's about the only dude I give him uh, fucking credit on right now at this mm-hmm. point yeah. in how he's making the fights because like Wilder has the potential to do great things in the ring, yeah, and he has a lot of great potential fights. I mean, after this Klitschko Joshua fight, he can fight Hay. You yeah. know, Ch- he, he can go and fucking fight Chisora. Or Dylan White. Dylan White. He can fight uh, Fury's cousin or brother or whatever the fuck that dude is. Oh, yeah, in. yeah, yeah. There's a ton of dudes he can break down. So just relax, sit back, and enjoy the damn show. Well, he said, you know, Devo, man, I really think that you got to, like I said, give, give Wilder some time, man. I mean, think about it. Like like Edwin said, wait, to, wait two years from now, you'll change your mind. 
He'll wipe out all comers. He'll wipe out the whole division. It's to the point where, you know, he's gonna be left with who else? Who else he gonna fight? And I don't. I I I like it, man. Like I told you, man. I think I think he gonna be the king of 2017. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we covered a lot of boxing. Um, 40 minutes in. Before we get out of here, what's what would a show be without talking a little Christmas real quick? You know, um, to me, you know, Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I think that Christmas just brings the joy out of everybody. You know, no matter if you're going through rough times, bad times and all that, man. It's just like feels like to me, Christmas brings out the joy of everybody. Like right now, Edwin could be like the most angry person in the world. But to me, I feel like Christmas should turn Edwin around and just, you know, just feel joy and blessed about everything. Um, I love Christmas. And my my traditions for Christmas, man, as a little kid, we would make cookies. My aunt would bake cookies. We would sit around, man, you know, dim, dim lights with the Christmas tree on, man, watching all kinds of Christmas shows and Christmas cartoons, Christmas movies. Hey, man, it's, it's what? Four days away. My thing to you guys, man, hey, enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your families and, and just live it up, man, because I truly believe that the, this time of the year, this is when everybody needs to come together. All, all, leave all the negativity aside for at least three months. You know, start with Thanksgiving all the way to New Year. You know, leave that negativity elsewhere, man. Just bring all the positivity to the world and, and and just and just have a great time over these holidays. So, um, before I get before we get out of here, you know, like I said, happy holidays to all you guys. Merry Christmas, happy New Year. Merry Christmas, happy New Year. And and, and enjoy your holiday. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Drink an Uber. And that, there you go. So, um, we gonna go ahead and wrap it up. But we can't leave 2016 without the best segment of the show. Final words. So final words time is upon us. Edwin, you like the genius at this. I need something, man. I need something. I need look, something. Look, first of all, I got to relive this one more time. Go fucking Cubs. We're the champions of 2016. Wow. Amazing. Best year of my life, hands Edwin. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than my kid being born, yeah, um, you know this is like the best year of my life, yeah. dude. So, just recap honestly, 2016. You know, I got a Mustang 2016. Like it's just been everything I wanted this year. Okay, mm-hmm. I got everything I wanted. So thank you, yeah. God. Thank you, universe. <laughs> okay, go Cubs. Secondly, okay, I want to talk about these people going into Walmart. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want specifically. I want to talk to these women walking into Walmart. Okay, them. let me talk to y'all. Talk all to right. Them. First of all. We know that y'all brought the leggings back in <laughs> to style, okay? Word, word, word. All right. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm a married man, okay? Yeah, I'm a married yeah. man, but I'm a man, okay? Yeah, so, yeah. yes, my fucking eyes are going to wander <laughs> if I see chicks wearing leggings, okay? So, when you wear them tight-ass black leggings, <laughs> hugging your booty, showing off your legs and shit, yes, I am fucking looking, okay? You bet your fucking ass that I'm staring at you because I have a thing for legs and ass, okay? I don't give a shit who it is, all right? My wife knows this. But... Dude, what? 
If you are obese in any way, shape, or form, okay, and I can see the cellulite through through the goddamn leggings, okay, you should not be wearing that shit, okay? You should not fucking grab leggings at Walmart, Walgreens, Cole, wherever the fuck you shop. You should not touch the legging aisle, okay? And the other thing that's a party foul is when I see some girl... Walking around Walmart like she ain't got no motherfucking pants on. Because she decided, let me just wear these nude leggings, okay? Oh, yeah, I see those. And then I see cellulite and ass crack. And I'm thinking, like, did this bitch put fucking pants on? Like, is she at Walmart? Like, I'm covering my kid's eyes. I'm sitting here covering the kid's eyes, dude. Like, what the fuck is going on here, man? (coughs) And finally, okay, going back to these leggings. If it's a weird fucking pattern, okay... I did not want to see those, okay? <laughs> so let's stick to the basics. Let's, let's stay neutral with the colors, okay? Oh, but you don't need to have no motherfucking, like, triangle squares and all kinds of weird shit on your fucking leggings, okay? And, and, and again, an emphasis on motherfucking again, all right? <laughs> if you look in the mirror and them leggings do not look right on you, don't fucking put them on. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay? Shit. Damn! Final words of 2016 for me. Wow! Hey, I can't even top that. I'm not even going to try it. But, you know, 2016 has been good for me, too. Uh, you know, I I, I got a, I got a, I started a new new job, you know, you know, more money and all that. So that was a blessing to me. You know, got, got a new place, a blessing to me. Still got, you know, my friends and family, a blessing to me. I lost some family members in 2016. Rest your souls. But the most important thing that's sticking out to me for 2016 is tomorrow. December 22nd, 2016 is a very, very special day. It will mark my 10-year wedding anniversary. My wife and I have been married for 10 years tomorrow. That's a milestone. Not too many people at my age of 34 can say they've been married for 10 years already. You know, it's been a a fun ride in these 10 years. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns, but at the end of the day, we still got each other. Yeah, I'm getting a little mushy on you. Don't cry, Cal. I ain't gonna cry. I'm just saying, a special shout out to my wife, Lisa. Uh, 10 years of marriage. Thank you for everything. Uh, The whole 10 years has been amazing. I can't wait. To see what the next 10 years is going to bring. Christmas in July is going to be our 10-year shabangy, bangy, bangy, bangy. Big-time wedding, vow renewal. It's going to be called Christmas in July. Stay tuned for that one. That's going to be a big one. Edwin's in it. You got my cousins in it. It's going to be live. So, But 2016, thank you. I'm looking forward to what 2017 is going to bring. So, Me too. So that was my final words of 2016. Hey, that's a wrap, guys. Make sure you check out 1515 and all the other content on there. Got great podcasts. We got wrestling. We got everyday life with the mommies over the MWT. We got Studio Flow. You listen to all the good music out there. They got it. Equal Opposites. The wrestling is amazing. The GTS podcast. The RBU. The fellas over there are great. Um, Equal Opposites. Everything, man. Everyday reality TV. Everything. We got it on there. Make sure you shop Amazon. Click on that banner. Christmas is four days away. You can still click on it. Support us. And, you know, 2016. Thank you once again.
It's been a pleasure. But now, we got to get the hell out of here. Enjoy you guys' holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Enjoy yourselves. Your boy Calvin and my homie over here, Edwin. We'll see y'all in 2017. Y'all stay blessed. With that being said, good fight, good night. Until next time. Well, I say until 2017. You know what to do. Have a good one. <laughs>